Welcome to Breadcast, the first ever Bread Coffee House podcast. I am Aaron Weiss, and I just wanted to make sure that you felt welcome and wanted to remind you that here at Bread, we love Jesus, but you don't have to to be here. Enjoy the episode. Hi, and welcome to the third episode of Breadcast. I'm Trey Harris from Bread Emory. And I'm Maggie Moore from Bread Oxford. Trey, <laughs> I'm really glad that we have technology so we can like, have chats and share stories together, uh, especially on this cool podcast that we have now, week three going <laughs> in. I, I think it's such a sweet time to get to sit down and listen to our friends share stories, and I'm super glad that we get to do it together now. Um, yeah. Technology you know, is uh, a magical thing. I mean, certainly. And I mean, pretty fitting since, you know, we came from the same place. So now we're telling a story together. <laughs> yes. Uh, someone asked me, uh, oh gosh, I don't remember who or when it was. But like, oh, did you know Trey before now? Y'all seem to like have like a really like, good familiarity together. Like, oh yeah, like we, <laughs> we, <laughs> we went to school at Auburn together and everything. They're like, oh, did you work together? I was like, no, his intern year was after my intern year, and now we work together. <laughs> Can't get rid of me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's too late now. Too late. Stuck together forever. That's okay, though. I'm I'm A-okay with that. Yeah. Boy. So you were telling me about some of these memes you'd been seeing? Oh, my gosh. There have been so many memes. Obviously, uh, I think... Uh, everyone's just coping in different ways and some people's coping are memes and i've been seeing memes about uh like hunger games for those of you who don't know about hunger games one where have you been two it's a young adult dystopian novel (laughs) um it's very it's very extreme it's really well written i enjoyed it the movies are also pretty great uh and all i can think is all those times that we've all thought man i wonder what it would be like to be katniss everdeen or like Peter Malark or anybody in those novels. Uh, now's your time to shine. Uh, brush up on those bow and arrow skills. Learn how to bake some bread. Uh, I'm already on top of that. Um, <laughs> but they have me rolling, like laughing. I'll be sitting there. It's like eight o'clock at night, and I'll just go into a rabbit hole mindlessly. And all of a sudden, I'm just getting all these memes, and it just. Uh, it makes me laugh, but I also hope that we don't get to that extreme kind of measure either. And if we do, just don't eat the berries, and I think you'll be fine. Yes. Um, but no, like I feel like that's kind of the whole point of memes is to just be sitting up at night, just scrolling on your phone through the memes. Yes. But, uh, I, th- I think you're definitely not alone in that regard. I, I hope not, man. Uh, I downloaded TikTok. Not terribly God. long ago. I, oh, yeah, I know. Uh, you and TikTok. <laughs> they're just so funny. People are hilarious and so creative. Uh, but I feel like a lot of people our age are also starting to download it, which is really funny because <laughs> they're like, I think I'm too old to be on this app. I don't know what's happening. I just know that I have a lot of time on my hands now, and this seems like a fun place to be. So we're all just commiserating together on this little platform <laughs> trying to be hipping with it with the kids man i know. Ne- never thought i'd uh see the day that that was that was my generation <laughs> <laughs> same uh trey what have you been up to in this quarantine fill us uh, in 
Oh man, in this quarantine, I have uh, been pent up in my house. Um, I have taken to a one of those thirty day workout programs. Ooh, okay. Um, just because, like, I don't know, like you're able to go outside and run, but I only like to go run at night because it's cooler, especially now because it like it gets like eighty degrees at. Uh, um, during the day and then it turns to like 45 at night now so don't know what's going on with that uh uh but with all the curfews in place i don't want to like break that to just go running or anything uh so i have taken to a home workout with uh all that that has entailed and that has been keeping me sane i feel that yeah welcome to uh spring slash we don't really have a spring it's just kind of summer and then winter in the evening in georgia uh, <laughs> i think it's just because we're at the elevation that's awesome yeah right on yeah uh uh some of my friends uh, either like have spouses that own crossfit gyms or they are just super into working out and so i've been getting more into those as well <laughs> um oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah trying to uh, trying to stay sane nothing like trying to do some uh crossfit like at home routines and realizing how bad my cardio is <laughs> like, like dry heaving on the floor and be like, oh, I can't do this. But it's honestly, I feel that it's just a way to stay sane. Um, also all this pollen is out there. So running outside is not an ideal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh but- yeah, it, exactly. Like I went out to the store not long ago and just the pollen coated my truck and I knew it was like, all right, well, my eyes are going to get puffy in a few minutes, and I'm probably going to sneeze in about an hour or two from now. Yes. I can and do. it will be uncontrollable, and I will regret every decision I have made up to this point. <laughs> all for the sake of groceries. Yeah. Also, counterproductively, I have decided that I'm just going to start baking the most complicated breads that I can find. <laughs> like, I baked challah last night while over a Zoom, like, Nerd's game time with uh, Brooklyn Kishore and some of her <laughs> students. It was like a six-hour endeavor. Uh, I, I'm very curious how Nerd's works online. Um. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So you just get on like a Zoom call or Google Hangout or whatever, uh, non-spawn. And uh, Kishore found this website that's called like DKM Games. And you can get on there and you can play different card games and whatnot. The only downside with this website is that you can only have four people in a game at a time. And you can also have strangers join your game. (laughs) So um, there's like a little chat room in there. But um, I think we've been playing it at a time where not a ton of people are online, which is nice. Uh, Except we did have this one game where this person who was not part of our group kept popping in and like taking someone's spot so they just have to play the robot online instead while we play and i've thought several times like maybe we should just chat there and be like hey this is just like a group of friends do you mind <laughs> but i'm like no that's so rude we shouldn't do that oh no oh no so we i mean it. that definitely makes a lot more sense than what i had in my head i didn't even like think about the online uh like cards version of it i was i, don't, I honestly <laughs> thought like you had like a camera or something and you were just putting cards down on your table i, I don't know why that's where my head went <laughs> it was like 
how does that work do you just say like no that one's mine or no 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 that one's mine yes (laughs) i did play cards against humanity with my parents and my sister that way so my sister would just send me pictures of my hand and then i would text her which card i wanted to play which i think looking back is i mean it's a good way to do it but also I noticed whenever she was a judge, I don't think my card ever won. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if she was doing that so she wouldn't seem biased or if that was just like a younger sibling thing of, huh, you thought you were funny. You're not. <laughs> Apparently not. Um, but uh, no, I feel like we've all started finding little ways to cope here and there. I'm really thankful for oh, technology. Yeah. As long as it works. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm really thankful that bread is like a non-contact situation. Um, after after this, I'm going to go drop off the second loaf of challah that I have because I have two big old loaves uh, at Brooke and Roberts. <laughs> um, after this, I have a uh, small group of D&D with some people, so... That's so exciting. Uh, uh, D&D has already been adapted to not have to be a contact thing. You don't have to be in the same room as the uh, other players. Uh, so we, we were prepared for this to happen. Um, mm-hmm. I love that, <laughs> we were pre- though. We were prepared. We were ready. Um, D&D players have been, you know, eager. <laughs> yes. Oh, I bet. Um I love that, though, because D&D is basically a group of people just coming together, whether physically or virtually, and you get to create the story together. Everybody has characters. You have like, your highs, your lows, the triumphs, the losses, the rolling of the die. I've yeah. not played D&D, but I have lots of friends like you who do play it, and I've actually seen a lot of D&D like, TikToks. As of late, I don't know how, so I feel like that's a sign from God that's like, you should start playing d and I'm like, I don't know if I'm talented enough with that. Uh, but yeah, also, <laughs> um, I did enjoy playing Honey Heist, though. Uh, yeah, we need to finish that. So Yeah, we do. Olivia, if you're listening to this, uh, be prepared. Yes. Gonna get, gonna get the honey. <laughs> Josh and High's chaoticness will once again appear. Oh, my God. Um, but I feel like, you know, we're finding, we're trying to find like ways to find contentment in all of this, um, which is great that we're talking about that today. Uh, and I know a lot of it feels like this is going to go on forever and we're not going to see the end for a long time or at all. And maybe some people are wondering, what is there to look forward to? What can I, like, where is the bright spot? In all of this, uh, like we've heard different timelines of when like quarantine and shelter at home and curfews are going to come to a close, but it keeps getting pushed back. I mean, even the Pope canceled Easter activities. So obviously the Easter Bunny has big decisions to make in the coming weeks as well. I'm sure the Easter Bunny will follow suit. Even the Um, Easter Bunny lost his job. I know, right? Man, it's hard out there. Um, You know, like, sometimes, like, things just come in and they change up plans and it can feel like everything is just completely soiled. But, I don't, yeah, but, you know, 
as a two-wing three, an ENFP, a yellow temperament person, or someone who definitely identifies with the idea of <laughs> reckless optimism, uh, I'd like to believe that there's still some good to be found in all of the mess. Like, uh, I'll never forget when I was in high school, I was on drumline, I played the bass drum, no big deal, <laughs> and one year we were in a really good spot. The band's halftime show was on point. Our football team seemed like we actually might have a chance, which is very rare for my alma mater. Pelham, I love you, but football was not our thing. Maybe it is now. <laughs> um, the band always had a great time. Uh, but we went to this away game. It was in the playoffs, and everybody was just riding this high. Like We had a chance. The band was pumped because we got to do our halftime show more, so we didn't have to put it away. <laughs> it was a really fun show. I forget what it was, but I just remember the feeling that I had in it and it was just the best time and about halfway through the second quarter we knew that there might be a chance of rain but we weren't terribly concerned about it but then all of a sudden the bottom just dropped out Ooh. and there was lightning and so obviously you can't have people on the field or in the stands during all this so we got into this super long like half an hour 45 minute delay we're all inside we're taking our band jackets off because they're new uniforms and we're having to like dry off our instruments. The drum line, we had just gotten these drums at the beginning of the season, uh, so they were brand new to us, and we had just got new drum heads, so we didn't want to ruin it. The woodwinds are quietly <laughs> trying to not cry in the corner <laughs> over the possibility oh. of their instruments being ruined. The brass or whatever, oh. they're good. Um, they're like, <laughs> whatever, it's fine. We're kind of soaked. Life will go on. Uh, and then we go back into the stands, and it's halftime we're like man this stinks like it's ruined what like what's the point of us being here if we're not gonna get to play morale was just like at an all-time low and uh the women's had to leave their instruments inside so did the drum line we had our drum sticks and luckily our drum majors were very clever and just very enthusiastic people not ready to give up and they're like oh my gosh guys what if we just sing the show and we're like what they're like yeah let's do it so we were like all right whatever the brass had their instruments because you know brass and <laughs> we start going and as we go like the color guard and the dance team and the majorettes are like doing their routines like in the stands we're all just singing because by this point we all know the different parts and the drumline <laughs> we're like we have our sticks and we're banging out our parts on the metal bleachers and we had an absolute blast and at the end of it we look across the field because the opponent's band is in the same position essentially as us and they do it too like you can hear a bunch of just imagine a sea of band geeks just screaming their instruments parts like a bunch of da 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 like across the field and I mean, what went from being a band kid's like worst nightmare and just such a downtrodden moment has become one of my favorite memories from high school. Uh, and just in band, even though we didn't have our instruments or at least not all of us, uh, and it seemed pretty bleak, we still found a way to find joy and encourage each other. And I'm super thankful for our drum majors having the brilliant idea and all of us just being willing to just go for it may as well and put all of 
like all of ourselves into it. Um, and we were just feeling beyond content by the end of that. So it was great. That, yeah, that's amazing. Like I, I was in band for maybe one year total um, in the drum line. Uh, but oh, yeah. um, I, I don't know if uh, my high school's band would have thought about that or, you know, it, it done it even if they did. So or the <laughs> band director would have let us do that. So that no, that's amazing that like, despite the disaster, you, you know, found just that kind of beauty in there. And like, you just you had fun, you, you did what you came to do. Yeah, we did. We had a great time. The cheerleaders loved <coughs> it. The band parents loved it. The uh, oh, who the guys who paint up the the letterman. Yeah. Yeah, I, could, I don't know why I couldn't think of the name of it. Um, but even the Letterman were like dancing and trying to mimic the dance team moves, which is hilarious <laughs> when you think about like a bunch of high school guys like in paint trying to like do these complicated body rolls and whatnot and just looking fools. But everyone just ended up having a great time. Uh, I think we That's even great. won that game too, so we got we got another chance later. Nice. To... Uh, d- did they ultimately win? Oh no! Like the next game, we got pummeled. <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> so it you, you gotta love those beautiful stories. And like, yeah, we had a chance. You know what? We did it, and we made it to the next round. And then we just got destroyed. We, <laughs> yes. we got absolutely destroyed. <laughs> we we did, but I think at that point, we as a band were also like, all right, nothing can beat that. Like we're good. <laughs> we're done. Yeah. We're fine. Concert but no, season. like. It, like talking about these stories of just kind of finding beauty amidst uncertain or bad circumstances and finding that like that beauty and that contentment in that that reminds me of paul um to be precise like i feel like i talk about paul all the time whenever like i do talks um but there, paul has like such a wild ride uh, of his life he did like five um missionary tours um or no no three missionary tours um all all across um of uh southeast um uh europe and um uh turkey and the middle east as well so just like going through that like tour uh all that time and just the immense amount of different people immense amount of different circumstances he came across like it's just there's so much to talk about um but no i think about paul because paul has in his story gone through numerous circumstances where things were to put it lightly not ideal and the beautiful thing about that is is he did not stop what he did he managed to find beauty in the situation and let that carry him rather than just well the cruddiness of what he was being caught up in um like the main thing uh, i can think of is just the amount of time that paul spent in prison um after like there were numerous times where he was put in jail by local authorities and then released days after after being flogged or beaten um and he didn't let that stop him like just he like he kept going on after that but like the final time he comes back to jerusalem after his third missionary tour he really like he he, um is 
surrounded by Jewish leaders um, at the temple, and he escapes, uh, surrendering himself to Roman centurions. And they imprison him at, uh, like, they imprison him, um, they keep him there. Then they, like, that's only for a few days that they keep him in Jerusalem. They move him to a different city. Um, uh, I forget, it's like Caesarea Maritima or something to that degree. which makes me think it's it makes me think it's a, a coastal city, um, mm-hmm. but he was imprisoned there for two years, um, and then he like he decided uh, like they decided to open up his case again, and um, he decided to have his case brought before Caesar, so he was sent to Rome. Um, so he's already been in prison for two years. He gets on a ship. Two weeks after the fact, that ship crashes into the island of Malta, um, which I'm unsure how long he spent there, but given how long it took them to get from uh, Israel to uh, Malta um, and how long it probably took for rescue to get there, like probably at least a month abroad at sea, uh, when he finally does make it to Rome, he is put under house arrest kind of like we are now for another <laughs> two years before he is even brought to trial a real bad boy um, so like altogether four years of being a prisoner like he cannot go where he wants he cannot do anything that he wants to do he just has to stay where he's told to stay and do what he's told to do um and i feel i think that a lot of people would say that that is how they feel right now a prisoner in their own homes they can only leave in the absolute you know most important circumstances like if you need food you need something of dire you know consequence if you can't go without it and you know it it sucks it really does suck um to just be stuck in these circumstances and not have a obvious way out but like Paul, I think that we can find beauty and contentment in that. Um, Paul um, did not let that stop him from his, you know, ministry. Paul's letters were written while in prison. He saw this bigger picture of like, you know, I still have work to do. I can still contact my friends. I can still give them these words of hope, these words of affirmation, these words of guidance. Um, He received letters from his friends. So, I think he found joy in the fact that at least he had that. At least he had that. At least he had God with him. So, like, much to that degree, I think we can find, you know, hope. We can find contentment in our circumstances. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, even uh, in his letter to the Philippians, he, (laughs) like, it's in 412, and he pretty much says, like, yeah, I know what it's like to feel need and to be hungry and to feel stuck and to be just terrible situation. He's like, but I know the secret of finding contentment. And it, it definitely has to be just looking to God and knowing that like, that's where our peace and our hope and our joy is found. And he's just like, if I can do it, if I can spend all this time (laughs) on a Roman prison ship and crash, you can too. (laughs) Like you can make it. Which is insane. Uh, like, I can't imagine what it would be like to be stuck yeah. somewhere in that sense and 
know that there's a, a good chance that something terrible <laughs> might happen to you. Yeah, but... like the uncertainty of, you know, what comes next. Yeah. Like, if I was in Paul's shoes, I I would like to think that I would continue to find joy and continue to try and be this source of hope and like perseverance for other people but I also feel like I would probably just want to sit down and like cry (laughs) and I feel like even now it would be so easy to be overwhelmed and just overcome with the the grief of things that we've lost or uh, just really sit and just say man this is the worst this stinks like is awful uh but like i can't let myself follow in that i honor those feelings and say you know what this is really bad this does really stink like you're renaming your roommate's plants now sorry courtney um (laughs) 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 like you know like yeah but i i I think that's kind of the part of the beauty is like it's okay to have those feelings yeah like it's it's okay to admit this sucks or to be sad or angry but the the key thing is you don't let that hold you yes like it's um like when we were talking about it uh before before today of just um how you're saying like you can't let that control the situation like definitely you you honor it and you say okay this really stinks but now it's time to refocus and we have to keep going because like in the grand scheme of things um you know this isn't the end how you were saying earlier it's like you know that um you have more to do like there's more to this life than just this quarantine like this too shall pass and uh even i think back to about this time it just last year i won't get super into it uh but it was overwhelming. There was a lot of change happening. Like it was, it was dark. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, like, it was really rough, and uh, I just remember there were just times where I would just sit there and go, "What on earth is happening? Like, God, where are you?" But I was super lucky that I was also surrounded with people that spurred me on to continue to try and find joy and were there and spoke truth over me and also let me sit there and (laughs) cry and be like, this is so hard. And they're like, I know this is so hard. Um, And just reminding me that like God is with me through all of those things. And uh, I really hung on to, it's like in Romans 12, 12, and it literally just says, um, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation and be constant in prayer. And if I can do those three things today, then I can make it to tomorrow. Um, I'm really thankful for community where we can sit here and be like, this is awful. I've walked so many laps around my coffee table that it's starting to look <laughs> like a little indoor track. <laughs> um, but still getting to have moments of just gratitude and hope um, and share good memes and share laughs and share stories of what's going on and finding new hobbies and everything um and just lifting each other up i really love that uh and that that is definitely a gift definitely it is yeah man nothing so is is there anything in particular that you could say like you're that's helping you find contentment 
in this time? Oh, man. Uh, I think just knowing that I've been, <laughs> I've been through so many things in my life um, yeah. and that I have, it really is community. I think for me is finding that contentment of getting to still have small groups and seeing people's faces or uh, getting to spend time with you guys, like team is family and everyone checking in on each other and uh, getting to share just joys that we've seen. Um, again, technology is super, <laughs> it's a super tool of connectivity and I'm really thankful for that. And uh, just getting to talk to people that maybe I haven't in a while, but also um, just waking up every day and asking for my eyes to be open uh, to whatever God is trying to show me in that day and asking for like a sense of peace and contentment and also admitting like what I'm not doing well. Uh, if someone asks me, like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm sad today, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tomorrow, hopefully I won't be sad. Or if I am to- sad tomorrow, like God will show me something to try and encourage me. Um, and, you know, really just holding on to scripture and uh, also standing outside is really good. Uh, <laughs> Alex Taylor, if you're listening to this, uh, we would go outside and just stand in the sunshine for like five minutes. And honestly, like doing stuff like that just brings such contentment to me. Um, also the fact that my bread didn't completely burn. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that's a win. Like contentment. That's always, that's always a win. Yeah. What about you? I find contentment much like you in the fact that I'm still able to see all the students that I work with. Um, If anything really just brings me joy at a constant, you know, pace, it's them. Um, And just the ability to be able to see them, to know that I'm still able to talk to them, to spend time with them. um, it, It really, really lets me, you know, see that, you know, not everything is doom and gloom you know i'm still able to be with people even if they're not in the same place yeah Um, like and i think that's something we can all find contentment in is that you know just because we're not here or you know we're not there that doesn't mean that we're not with each other Mm. yes sir i would i would uh, you can't see it but i'm doing the little like (laughs) The, is it the fret the, snap thing? Yeah, it is. Oh, yes. God. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But um, I think to close out, um, you know, like always, we don't just want to tell you stories and not have something for you to reflect on during this week. Um, so here are some have you considered. So have you considered that it's okay to admit that you're not okay? And there are others who are feeling the same way that you do. Have you considered that bread is still a community that cares for you, no matter what's going on in the world, where you are, or who you are? And have you considered that God has given us hope and joy to hold on to, despite all of these circumstances? Mm. Those are good. I feel like <laughs> I feel like those are really good things to consider. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, Trey, it's been real. It's been real. 
Um, thank you all so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure sharing stories and just being together in this in this way, in this capacity. Um, I hope that we will get back together uh, in person soon. Um, as you go on with whatever you're doing, we want you to remember that you are loved, so loved, um, and you are valued. You're wanted, and we at Bread are here for you if you need anything. 100%. We love you guys. 